Hey everyone, welcome to the roadmap. Benzinga's NFT show. We got a good one for you today. It is the start of the NFL season. So we will be talking sports NFTs, NFL NFTs. We'll be opening up some NFL all day packs that I've been saving to open up live on air. We'll also be walking through some of the top moments I own. Should I be selling ahead of the season or holding? And maybe talk which players to snatch up before the season starts. We also have new NFL NFTs from DraftKings that have a fantasy sports element. We will have Money Mitch on later to walk through these pack openings and also talk about that new DraftKings fantasy element. Some of the prizes you can win and uh, what players maybe to target there as well. And Mitch and I will be opening up our starter packs for that series. Alyssa and I will be walking through all the top news and headlines. We've got a big buyer out there buying up other side prime land. Is that a good strategy? And we'll also talk Ticketmaster NFTs. Are we finally seeing a breakthrough in the ticket NFT market? All that and more. This is The Roadmap. All right, everyone, as I said, this is the roadmap with a special NFL edition talking sports NFTs later on on the show. We do have the opening game tonight for Thursday Night Football featuring the Buffalo Bills and Los Angeles Rams, of course, led by Matthew Stafford, former Detroit Lion, got her up the jersey today ahead of that game. But before we dive into sports NFTs and bring on Mitch, let's break down some of the top news and headlines in the rest of the NFT world. And for that, I, of course, have my producer and co-host, the one and only Alyssa. Alyssa, what's going on? Nothing much. Just here talking NFTs. About to talk NFL. Well, yeah, you and Mitch. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, exciting times. Uh, reminder out there, everyone, of course, smash that like. Let us know you're here and also comment in the chat. Let us know what NFT stories you're watching, what you're excited for. And then, of course, we'll get into those pack openings later. Would love to see some likes and shares on this video since I did save those packs to open exclusively here on Benzinga and Alyssa. Speaking of exclusive, we have an exclusive crypto event coming up later this year. Benzinga is hosting the first ever Future of Crypto event December 7th in New York City. Uh, We've got some big speakers and big panels lined lined up. Some of them have been announced. Some of them are secret. And I wish I could share more details, but I can't. But there you see on screen just a handful of the big speakers and tickets are on sale now. And as I said on yesterday's show, we do have a code. I don't know how long it's going to work for, but you see the prices there. If you type the code and click on the link in the chat right now, that code is SHOWS50, S-H-O-W-S-50. 
5-0. You will get half off your tickets for a limited time. Um, sounds like a pretty good deal, Alyssa. I love when things are 50% off. Yeah. Can't complain there. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason why I have a lot of things I have. (laughs) (laughs) And and you saw Alyssa show the prices there. Those are the starting prices, guys. These tickets actually will not get cheaper. They will actually go up as it gets closer to the event. And uh, I think there's actually a cap on tickets this year because of the venue. Um, Again, this is first year. We don't know what to expect. We don't know how many people are going to come. But there's only so many people that will fit into this venue. So, uh, I mean... I would say to uh, grab tickets now before you forget and before they're gone. So just a a word of advice there. Um, Alyssa, I was looking at uh, some of the top movers and one of the biggest ones was Other Side, which we of course know is the metaverse project, the game project, the land project from Yuga Labs connected to Bored Apes and everything else. we see a, Oh, I thought you were on Magic Eden there for a minute. Oh um, my gosh. See a floor price of 1.8, but uh Alyssa, there's someone out there buying other side land for way more than 1.8 ETH each. Um there was a story out on Board Ape Gazette yesterday about this person. Uh but also today they bought three more Center Island other deeds for 758 ETH total. Hmm. Three other sides, 758 ETH. That is a lot. Um, I mean, and it's it's just crazy. And there you see yesterday's purchases, um, you know, in the, the 70 to 100 range, right? So mm-hmm. we're, we're talking, I mean, over 1,000 ETH between the these i think seven lands that were bought and if you can pull up the story uh Alyssa, here um from board ape gazette it has a picture a little ways down that shows where those lands are located so there you see the the nice colors right the different elements that are there but more importantly if you scroll down look at that so this shows where the lands are located so that's that yellow or orange circle there in the middle is i believe the spawning point right where everyone ends up coming into the game at so the thesis here by this buyer i think is that the closer you are to the center the more valuable the land is right because people are going to have to go on it they're going to have to go past it there's going to be activities on it like all that so I mean, Alyssa, you've played games for, for a long time. We've talked games for a long time. What do you think of this strategy of, like, being close to the middle of the game and that, like, spawning point for everyone? I mean, it kind of seems like a no-brainer, right? Well, yeah, like you said, uh, if that's where you're spawning, someone's going to have to walk past that to get to wherever they're going, especially number 17. Dang. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, that, is, that is prime. And like if, like if you just you know build on the land or whatever the heck you got you can do, like people are gonna see it because yeah, it's it's right there. It's pretty. I see the strategy. I see it, and I think it's it's good good on them. But that's that's a lot of uh, ETH. That's a lot of ETH. <laughs> and lot and of ETH. Alyssa, just to echo what uh, happened. So this this person who is vis.eth on Twitter told the Board Ape Gazette 
the price for the center island is reasonable at this moment. So I have added some to collection. It's a long time investment. Um, mm. I, I mean, I like the thesis there. I like the the quotes. I like the, the comments there. Um, this person also has been buying up some rare uh, apes as well. They just bought a gold fur ape, which we, of course, uh, you know, talking to Franklin, know how valuable those are and how rarely they're sold because it's a tight-knit community. But I, I really like, oh, it already has the banner change to, to the picture <laughs> there. Look at that. Oh. I did not see that. Wow. Huh. I mean, so... Alyssa, we remember remember from a while back, right, that ApeCoin is going to be the uh, currency used in other side, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know all the mechanics, but I wonder if there's going to be some sort of like, like almost like rent mechanisms or like, you know, how the different other sides have elements and like things you can mine. Yeah. Maybe people have to, you know, pay to come on your land and get that element. And again... If you have, say, whatever element on your land that's right by the middle where everyone is versus someone way out on the outskirts that has the same element, like, where are they more likely to go? Uh, like, the you're, closest. You're closest. Like, yeah. that's just, that's logic, right? I mean, with the exception, of course, of like, if you can charge a different amount, maybe people travel to go to the cheaper one, kind of like how people will you know, drive a hundred miles to save two cents on a gallon of gas, but that's a, a whole nother story. But, uh, um, like it, Typically, it just, it, yeah. it's, it's really cool. And I think we're going to hear more and more about other side as this game gets closer to coming out. We've of course have seen a couple demos, um, but we haven't really heard a bunch on like the inner workings of how it's all going to work. And this person's speculating a lot. I mean, there's a chance that like, Location doesn't end up mattering. I mean, I find that hard to believe, but this is a lot of money being bet on location in other side being a focal point. Yeah, I I see where he's coming from, and I, I mean, I don't blame him if because like most people just want to go for like the closest, easiest thing. Yeah, he's got like some or like fairly different pieces of land here too yeah i noticed that a lot of different elements so I, I feel like there's there's some working things there the other thing is maybe there's a strategy for this person to license out or rent out land in the future and will that be possible by other side well if it's not there is a company that's working on helping uh so mm. for jobs which has jumped into the licensing game. They currently work with Bored Apes, Mutant Apes, and a couple other NFTs. They are getting into the digital real estate business, and they want to help people that own other deeds monetize their NFT. Um, again, I mean, it seems like a, a worthwhile you know, strategy, right, to be able to own one of these you can rent it out. So it lists in here uh, corporate events, gameplay battles, music events. So again, nothing even about like the the utility of the elements found on the land. But uh, I mean, it's pretty cool, right, Alyssa? Like if I own an other other side, I can I can license it out. I can rent it out. So like when I'm not playing the game, that's that's just passive yeah. income. Right? Yeah, it is passive income. 
That's cool. That's something you want to aim for, getting passive income, and this is just another thing you can do. Yeah. And I, I shout out to, to Board Jobs, right? They, they've been a leader in the licensing business for a little bit, and they're already getting ahead of the game here. I think we see other companies do this. I mean, we've already seen it a, a little bit in like Sandbox and other places where some of these like Web 2 real estate companies are starting to jump into Web 3. And I mean, when we talk about Web 3 land, other side is going to have, you know, some of the most talked about, most played on land. So I don't know, 1.8 ETH right now, Alyssa, uh, it could be a good investment and then rent it out in the future. So yeah, something to think about. Uh, but let's move on to the next topic here. So Alyssa, I shared this tweet with you earlier. Um, this is pretty cool, right? And dead fellas, shout out to uh, Betty and Syke, the, the co-founders. We, of course, interviewed Betty at VCon. Dead fellas put out this cool tweet. Look at that. Dead fellas and Wrangler. I mean, the well-known jeans company, right, are partnering. So this <laughs> is Web 2 plus Web 3 coming together. It's time for cowboys and zombies. Dead fellas will be hosting a competition. Choose your own adventure style. This will be led by you with the chance to win prizes as you work together. We're talking physical and digital. We are looking forward to building a lasting partnership, and we're excited to be bringing you all along with us. Stay tuned for more information. Uh, Alyssa, what do you what do you think first off of this this picture? Uh, okay, the picture I I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I really I always loved um, Dead Fillers and all their like collabs and all the art that comes out from it. It's just beautiful chef's kiss and this one right here i love it yeah <laughs> and i just i don't know this is like the whole you see your favorite you see the projects that you love and respect and they're just continually like partnering with companies like web 2 physical have been here for a while companies yeah and it's just nice <laughs> to see what do you what do you make of Wrangler in this, right? I haven't heard much about Wrangler in the Web3 space. Um, and now we have, you know, Wrangler jumping in with Deadfellas, a, yeah. a well-known NFT project, a great community, and, and kind of partnering here with limited details, but it sounds like Wrangler, you know, getting in. Yeah, Um I can say it is surprising to see like Wrangler of all companies. I I just I wasn't expecting that, okay? But it is really cool to see. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. Um so that tweet, I mean, just came out today. So again, I think we're going to get more details on that at a different time. Um let, let's talk about uh, Moonbirds and Proof for a minute. So Proof, the company that launched Moonbirds, recently raised $50 million, um, a Series A round led by Anderson Horowitz, of course, a big investor in the Web3 space. Um, also, uh, they previously got an investment from 776, of course, Alexis Ohanian's company, um, so we're talking so, some big names here. Uh, Gary V was also uh, involved in this latest uh, investment. 
Um, I mean, it's big hitters in the Web3 space. So Alyssa, I mean, as we talk about Moonbirds, like there's a lot more coming from Proof in this project. They have a token coming. I mean, do you think we start to see more and more of this where like, obviously Bored Apes already got an investment, right? Yuga Labs. Moonbirds is getting an investment. Like, do we start to see, you know, your, uh, I think Doodles had an investment, right? Do we start to see, you know, your Azukis, your some of these other projects like line up investors to really push the next wave of growth? Uh, yeah. Um, didn't we talk about like the whole Gary V thing? Like we how, did how all these projects, a lot of them are going to go away, but the ones that are like in that top 10 list every single week, or at least top 20, they're just going to keep expanding and connecting with established companies. And they're just going to keep growing and becoming their own brand and their own self in this world, but Web3, a mixture of Web2 too. Yeah. yeah. I think I see more companies like Azuki, yeah. Yeah, Azuki and all of them. Just yeah, for sure. The headlines rolling out, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we we start to see more investments. I think it also could separate the, the top projects from like the mid-range projects, right? Like which ones are getting investments um, which ones aren't, right? So maybe the ones that aren't, it doesn't mean they won't make it, but maybe it's a sign that like their future isn't laid out as well as others is, right? Like, I mean, yeah. Proof had a pretty clear plan that they were going to launch Moonbirds. They were going to do the staking. They were going to do uh, another launch and airdrop. They were going to do the nesting mechanisms, right? And I mean, they got this investment and same with Doodles. Yeah. Doodles signed a partnership with uh, Pharrell. They're going to do kind of music theme, launch Doodles too. And that helped them get an investment, right? Because the roadmap was yeah. kind of laid out. So, yeah. And, you know, I don't, th I think, you know, the smaller projects who aren't in the top 10, top 20 list, they, as long as they're still working and pushing and like releasing new things, it's still a good project. It's, it's their own community. And like, is it? Like, I think I take this like as in the business, like you keep pushing yourself and putting your stuff out there, and people will notice, and you might eventually get contacted by things that you'll never even like see coming, you know. And that could happen with the small projects as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, huge, huge investment, right? Um, yeah. Huge, you know, like sense of this project's going to make it right and that's something we we need to see more of we want to see more of again kind of separating the good from the bad the top projects from you know the the bottom projects man open sea is just i know i just want to go look i really just want to go look oh <laughs> uh, they do they do not want you to today uh Man, and next week, don't forget, we got to take a look at the uh, the Utes Yacht Club. I haven't looked today yet, um, and I feel like maybe we shouldn't because we should just wait until next week and be be surprised at, at where it is. Um, yeah. But uh, before we bring uh, Mitch on here, uh, I know another big topic, right? So I wrote an article, Ticketmaster. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been calling for the ticket industry to really go hard on uh, Web3 and NFTs for a while. And Ticketmaster kind of slowly did this last year. They did some NFL NFTs where if you attended a game, you got kind of a copy of your ticket as an NFT, um, as a collectible. But 
Ticketmaster announced that they are um, allowing people, so like venues and musicians who sell live tickets on their platform, have the ability to issue NFTs before, during, and after live events. So like taking the hassle out of it, they're going to partner and let these companies do NFTs of their, their tickets, right? It's only natural. Mm-hmm. They partnered with the Flow blockchain, which is best known uh, by being used by NBA Top Shot and NFL All Day, which we're going to talk about here soon. Um, so the, the quote here from the executive vice president at Ticketmaster said, Event organizers who choose to offer fans an NFT with their ticket have a real opportunity to make this new technology relevant and relatable at scale. Um, Ticketmaster is the largest ticket company, 500 million tickets per year. Um, Again, already in with the NFL, which they're going to strengthen this year, but also now, I mean, Alyssa, I've gone to concerts for years, right? And I saved a lot of my ticket stubs over the years, but some of them have gotten lost. Some of them have faded. Some of them are ripped, have permanent marker on them, right? Depending on like how the venue, you know, marked that you used it. If I had NFTs from like all those concerts I attended, I feel like there would be some value to them because maybe someone wants to buy them, right? Or maybe the band starts offering tickets for their next concerts, pre-sale to people who have attended in the past. Yeah. Like this just, it seems natural and fitting, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I kind of look at it as well. Like, uh, like the NFL moments, the moments, you know, um, like what if you went to like a concert and that, that was like a revolutionary concert, you have the ticket, but that is now an NFT. <laughs> and like a few years down the road, like it's really expensive. It's possible, you know, like, yeah, I own this. And then I like the idea of like the bands, like doing something cool to promote a different thing with just the NFT. Yeah. And I, I think from the sports element, right, Alyssa, we've seen a big jump in like graded tickets, right? So like, Tiger Woods first ever tournament um you know like people want to hold that ticket they want to buy it they want to invest in it Serena Williams first tennis match her first U.S. Open win like as all those things become NFTs like there's future value so and with that being said and and talking sports and I want to bring on Mitch for this conversation because him and I have talked uh tickets before and NFTs. So I want to get his take on this. Uh, so welcome to the roadmap, the one and only Money Mitch, uh, my pal here at Benzinga. Uh, Mitch, I don't know if you caught the start of that conversation, but Ticketmaster partnered with the NFL last year. And now they're essentially saying, hey, anyone who sells tickets on our platform, any sport, any venue, any band, we can make NFTs for you that you can put out with the tickets. Like, this is what we've been saying for years, right? It's finally happening. What do do you make of this? All that old mute mute trick. Oh, no. Mute trick. The old mute trick. There you go. There he is. I'm I'm here, guys. Uh, Now, 
I think this is natural, right? I mean, the, the kind of relationship there, and it's one that's needed, right? I mean, if Ticketmaster gets to the point where they're like, well, we can, are the only ones that can make the NFTs for your concerts, well, there's going to have to be renegotiations of deals, right? And so I think here was a, a, a simply put here, you guys are free to do what you want to do, but just, of course, like kind of keep us in the loop, right? And so, because I mean, essentially, I think, with blockchain technology and NFTs, do they really need Ticketmaster? Ticketmaster is just more along now. It's kind of more of the marketing. And they yeah. do the market because when you go to look for tickets, you end up on Ticketmaster's site. But in the long run, essentially, these artists with you know so a little bit of some blockchain help could create NFT tickets that could go around Ticketmaster. So I think this is some, one of their ways of being like, well, please don't work around us. We'll work with you on <laughs> NFTs if you're willing to do them. Mitch, I love that point, right? Ticketmaster for years has charged these outrageous fees, right? I mean, I've paid them. We've all paid them, right? Because you have to, right? Yeah. They're number one in the business. I like your take here, though, of these bands doing it themselves. But like, I feel like exactly what you said. Ticketmaster may be just getting ahead of things and trying to kind of get people to work with them first before they figure it out on their own. I yeah. mean, someone at Ticketmaster is thinking that's, that's for sure. Yeah. They, they see, they see that they could get their feet swept right underneath them. And so I think this is just their way of saying, well, we're willing to work with you artists. So just kind of contact us before you decide to go elsewhere. Um, and that's something to keep an eye out for. Right. And one of the things though, I still have yet to hear it. There should be special NFTs for the front row. Yeah. These should be the limited ones. These should be the ones that have true value even after the event. Because you can't get it. You can't say that you were front row. You know, I was front row Pink Floyd 1974. <laughs> front row at, New, you know, Madison Square Garden. Those are the type of experiences that, you know, some people still remember in the old days that I think if they had their NFT, they would love it. They would, they would put it in gold plaque. You know what I mean? And I think this is something that we look out for in the future is more certain tickets will get one NFT front row tickets should get a really nice limited NFT. I, I agree. I think that's a, a great thing. Mitch, what do you think of that uh, utility I mentioned? Right. So like it, bands, right. Let's say I hold an NFT of uh, the Rolling Stones from a concert from, you know, years ago. Let's say this already happened. They go on tour. What if they offer pre-sale to people who own an NFT from a past show? Like, is that, could we see that happen, you think? Does it make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And I think one of the things that I think in the long run uh, should come into play, and, and I think that you're seeing artists go more and further into NFTs is I think we need to start doing kind of a community build. If I was an artist, I would think of building the community. And I want to reward this community for building, right? Building an actual community with me. So uh, that means for me, putting out my album as an NFT, right? And anybody that has this NFT, can get a discount to my concert. Then they can come to my concert. And if you came to my concert and you got that NFT and you have the album, well, why doesn't that itself kind of give you access to maybe a virtual event that I'm doing? 
Ooh, or something like that. Like that. You know what I mean? There's still so many ways to play this. And the idea here is that you're rewarding your community. And so yeah. that's the idea. I think the idea that can keep your growth going because then you actually know your base of fans too. And I think this is something that we'll see um, in kind of, you know, artists have following, but now you'll be able to actually kind of grow that community. And let's say if you were at 10 million one year, and then the next year you're at a hundred million in that community. And then the following year you're at 500 million. You're going to be like, whoa, they're, they're growing a whole platform here with the reach that they're having to build. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. Well, we brought Mitch on the roadmap today to talk about sports NFTs because we have NFL season starting tonight, right? The Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles Rams, my man, Matthew Stafford, Super Bowl I champ. know, I should have got my jersey <laughs> on, but... I got uh, I still my my Hutchinson jersey's in the mail, my new Lions jersey. So Cooper uh, Cup's jersey Cooper still they, they were out of stock. I can't yeah, even get it in my popular. size. Yeah. That's what Man. happens when you when you're popular, I mean, but uh Mitch, all right. Well, we're gonna dive into NFL all day and also DraftKings Rainmakers. So DraftKings has a new NFT collection with a fantasy element. Mitch, since you're the guest, where do you want to start? You want to jump into NFL all day or DraftKings first? Well, let, let's go DraftKings because I think this is kind of more along where I, I will understand a little bit more. And I'm interested to find out what our starter packs have because Chris and I have been holding on to these things. You know, yeah. we were able to claim it, um, but we haven't been able to open it. So I have no idea what I have. You have no idea what you have. And we got to set our lineups for today, right? I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to have to set our lineups to see how we can go ahead and perform in this kind of fantasy uh, football collection. And I wonder how it's going to work out, right? I mean, this is definitely kind of more an experiment for DraftKings. So let's dive in it a little bit and see what we get in our packs. Yeah, so Mitch, let me break down the details here. There was yeah. a free pack that was claimable for everyone. That pack has six NFTs in it you will get one core quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver. Then the fourth one is a wide receiver or a tight end. The fifth one is a wide receiver running back or tight end. I a mean, flex. a flex. And then flex. the last one is either a kicker or a defense. Uh, so essentially a fantasy team all in one pack. You get all six of those. Alyssa, um, you don't have your, your rainmaker? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa would be like, I don't know who these players are, but uh, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and Mitch, you and I talked offline a little bit ago, right? Uh, that yeah. there is also a V Friends element to this, a contest that Gary V is doing. So you can enter your lineup in various fantasy contests, and one of those is a V Friends league that's open to everyone. You don't even have to own a VFriends NFT to participate. And the prizes, Mitch, were announced either yesterday or today. First place is a Series 1 Gratitude Gorilla. Second through fifth place is Series 2 uh, VFriends. And also the top 1,000 finishers each week will get to play in a Week 4 contest. So there's going to be prizes all three weeks from this V Friends League, starting with week one that begins 
tonight. So, Mitch, as you said, we got to get these packs open because we need to see what's inside so we can start entering some of these lineups. I looked at the V Friends, um, their page, and you will start a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, a wide receiver or tight end, and a flex. So you need five cards, no kicker, no defense. Um, you can also buy other cards, right, that aren't in your packs. There are, like, some superstars, some yeah. more rare ones. You are limited. You can only enter one superstar card into the Friends contest. Ah. So, I mean, you kind of got to look for some, some unsung heroes here, right, and some players yeah. that maybe – aren't superstars and are going to pop off this first week. So, uh, Mitch, what do you think? Uh, which, which one of us should, uh, should go first here? I gotta, I gotta get to my, my pack here. I, I will go first. I'll take lead. Uh, I'll put my screen on up here. Uh, so you guys can see this and, uh, I'm just, just checking out the packs. Look at this pack. Who's going for this one? I was, I was like, Chris, can you buy this for me? Yeah, there's Come some on. expensive packs out there. That that's I think it's the whole the whole collection though it's yeah. thirty thousand so whoever got that one if they don't win the league I'd be upset for them um, but yeah definitely there's some uh, packs that kind of make more sense for me rookie only kind of the legendary pack but let's go towards my pack here the twenty two uh, starter pack volume one let's get the open Chris already went through kind of what the pack guarantees now the question is. Dun, dun, dun. What will be in this? As you guys can see, I got this on the 16th of August. So we've been holding this for some time now, Chris. A long time. Ahead. Ready Let's to see open. what happens. Let's go for it. Open the pack time. Ooh. Got to rub the hands a little bit. Little drum I'm line I'm here. Excited. Let's go I'm for so, it. I'm so excited. I haven't seen any of these pack open, so... I'm curious if it shows them all, if it goes one by one. All right, quick review, or should I just hit each one? One at a time. One, one, at, a time. one, at, a time. one at a time. One at a time. You see, I was that bad kid. I think it's going to go by ball. position. So I think this is going to be your quarterback, if they're in order. Quarterback here, coming in. Boom! Justin Fields. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Okay, dual at least, threat, dual threat. Yeah, they had a little bit of running action. I won't be mad at that. All right, let's keep going. Let's see if I can get a good running, running back. back here. Let's go. Boom. All right, a rookie that I hope that takes on over. You know, you got a, you got Harris in also kind of a duel here. But he was the best ranked, I think, rookie running back last year, if you take a look at it. So we'll see what happens there. Not the biggest, Might have best to upgrade. Might have to upgrade yet. that. Yeah, let's, let's see. Hopefully we can get a good wide receiver, right? Let's see what we get. Maybe a cup. Let's go. Oh, come on. You're killing me, guys. Uh, You're killing me. Oh, good Lord. It started out so good, too. It started out good. <laughs> now it's just gotten horrible. Let's just say I wouldn't be grabbing... Jacoby Myers to be on my fantasy team, but yeah. we won't get into all that. Let's keep going. Let's get into the next one. We're going to go. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to buy some packs later. So this should um, be a, but, a wide receiver, a tight end, right? All right. We got the tight end, at least OJ Howard here uh, from Buffalo. Um, the only thing is he's a backup. So yeah, <laughs> you, got, you got knocks in the way there. So this isn't looking good here for me, guys. Uh, I was hoping at least to get a rare card. Let's hope maybe there's a reason. And this was free Mitch right yeah well let's just hope that I get a rare card yeah. right that could that could change things around let's see what happens 
Boom! A nobody named Kendrick born uh-huh. here. Let's just say that's uh, your flex. Yeah, let's just say there's no flex there. Yeah. All right. And then this last one's your kicker defense, which you can't even use in the V Friends League, but you can I'm use just, in some other lineups. So I'm just hoping that at least, you know, something here. Carlson, all right. All right, at least a decent kicker there. Not too bad. But as you can see, probably going to have to hit continue shopping here because <laughs> I'm going to need some other cards there to kind of make up this lineup here. But uh, wasn't too bad here. I'll probably pull mine down now here, and we'll see what Chris can get. Hopefully he gets better than I have, you know, here. But uh, it wasn't that good for me here. Yeah, but Mitch, thank you again for for doing this live on the show. Let me pull up what I have here. So here is my pack, and let's see. We're going to hit open here. Oh, I hear the audio. Oh, yeah, I got audio. All right, and we are going to do one at a time here. I, I mean, you like got you I got like a good, opening stuff. You got a good quarterback, Mitch. Uh, I, I feel like that was obviously your best one. Let's see uh, if mine follow the, <laughs> same, the same path here. Yeah, that, that team was horrible for me, but there you go. There you go. A little... speaking, of, speaking of Gary V, we have, we have uh, Zach Wilson uh, of the Jets. Uh, running back Michael Carter. All right. Looks like you're getting the Jets team. I got the yeah. Patriots, so... <laughs> All right, and that wide receiver. Tonight. All right, at least better uh, wide receiver. You got okay. a good a good wide receiver there. Decent. Decent. All right. You know, Tony, Tony is not looking too bad. I've heard a lot of good things out of his camp. So yeah. Uh let's see what else we got here. We got Taysan Hill. Okay, Taysan Hill. Saints. That's interesting. Tight there. end. I wonder if I you can play him as a about... tight end. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like he's eligible, tight end. Oh, Juju. All right. Looks like Chris got the better team here. I got the better flex for sure. That's for sure. The whole better team. I mean, let's just be honest. You definitely got the better team there. Uh, Not looking too bad. And I also see some cash in Chris's account. I'm going to take some of that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then uh, kicker or defense. You got a kicker, Mitch. Maybe I get, I don't know. I mean, the Lions defense is ranked last. Maybe. uh, Yeah, you don't want that defense. Oh, no. Oh, we got, oh, individual defensive. I was guessing it was team defense. Okay. That's interesting. Lions, Tracy Walker. Okay. Okay. Well, at least you got a Lions, right? I mean, yeah. represent. Well, what? Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, chat, let us know. Like, which one would you rather have out of these two teams, uh, Mitch's or mine? Again, I mean, we'll probably both kind of shop around, look for some players, and try to enter those lineups because uh, there's a lot of free lineups or a free contest out there, Mitch. So that's the thing. Yeah. Like, even if your team doesn't look good on paper, I mean, if it's free to enter, like, it, it might be worth uh, playing in it. So, uh, but uh, everyone interested, check out DraftKings, Rainmakers. Uh, again, I mean, Mitch, you and I have covered uh, DraftKings for a long time, right? Dating back to the SPAC days. The company's been a leader in, uh, you know, daily fantasy. Uh, they've been a leader in sports betting. And now using NFTs to kind of 
diversify themselves, but also expand on fantasy sports. What do you, what do you make of that smart strategy here by DraftKings? Always. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, if you're looking for any fans that have anywhere near a cult-like following, it's probably sports, right? I yeah. mean, that, that's already been established communities. And so uh, it's not like you're looking out and being like, anybody wants to look at my new team, the Lions. No, it's, it's you guys know how it is. And uh, when you follow a team, you follow a team. So I think this is definitely the way to kind of keep pushing things forward. Uh, the only question is, is there a certain sport that's going to be probably more attuned to NFTs? That would be my kind of question. Yeah, and I know, so Alyssa and I talked so rare a lot yesterday, right? Which is big in soccer. That's how they got started. They also added MLB earlier this year, and they also announced yesterday that they partnered with the NBA to do NFTs with the fantasy sports element. Um I mean, Alyssa, sports NFTs, like, again, you're not big into sports, but you know how popular they are. Like, is this what we need for NFTs, right? Is more of the go after the markets that are already there rather than trying to convince someone, hey, buy my PFP? Oh, yeah. That is, it's low-hanging fruit. You'd be <laughs> dumb not to do that. Yeah. I, and, I couldn't and- agree more. Right, Mitch? <laughs> Any, any type of community that's a well-established, yes. right? Yes. I mean, well-established communities. Uh, now you just got to kind of bring the gamification side. And so here you guys see DraftKings not only bringing out NFTs, right, but actually trying to gamify it. This mm-hmm. is what I like that they made the move. They're, they're not just like, oh, you gotta, you're just going to collect cards just to have them, right? You're actually able to join a fantasy game, which thus – makes it even more there's a utility which is what the question that you get a lot of the times right so i think this is definitely a move and just to kind of call it i'm probably gonna have to go shopping for some superstar packs that are (laughs) 9.99 yeah definitely uh (laughs) all right well we got like 15 minutes left here mitch i've got nfl all day packs to open as well and i wanted to bring you on for that of course he's getting Um, excited yeah, so let me uh, pull up my packs here. Let me share my screen. So uh, there is a, a cool one. So NFL All Day, they actually airdropped um, a free pack to anyone who owned uh, seven moments as of uh, two days ago. Now, ah. Mitch, there's a burning mechanism with this, right? So oh, I'm ooh. going to open this pack. It has three cards in it. Now, if I don't like my pack, I can burn it. And if I burn it, I get three commons and the chance for a common, rare, or legendary. So I actually get four moments in. Burn it. Like without even opening, you're like, burn it. Just burn it. All right, well, let, let, let's see what we got first here. <laughs> but, Mitch, I'm the same as you, right? Like, I, I would burn rather... Burn it. <laughs> Isn't it Burning Man right now? This is burning so, it right here. Okay, so NFL All Day takes takes a little bit to, to pull up these packs here. Uh, but got to yeah. get into the blockchain, you know, get into that code right quick. Yeah. So we're going to open up this pack, though, and then again, if I don't like my three moments, uh, I, I'm going to burn um i don't know how to do that yet i'll have to figure that out later but uh i i want to get a different a different pack 
Um, this going burn, oh, burn, baby. Mitch, we burn. Also, I also have a retro pack that we're going to open in a minute. Ooh, uh, retro. Uh, there is a moment in there uh, that stands out. Um, I think they only made 12 of them. It is the catch from OBJ. Oh, we know what that yeah. is. Yeah. We know what the that catch is. Catch of all catches. Uh, they're going for like 20,000 to 50,000 each right now, and they have not all been open. So who knows? Maybe there is one in my pack. Uh, man, I I'll wish tell this you, was I, not I have, taken so long. I have, I have tears, tears from that Super Bowl uh, that I still remember just because, I mean, uh, definitely needed to beat Brady and couldn't give him another Super Bowl. I mean, could you imagine if he didn't, if he got in those Super Bowls from the Giants? Yeah. Can you imagine, Chris? We, we wouldn't even have a question of who the GOAT is, right? I mean, he's still the GOAT, I think, in football. But, I mean, yeah, man, and he and stole those. Mitch, you're, you, you used to live in Florida, right? I know you yeah. like the Dolphins. I grew up rooting for the Dolphins, my dad's favorite team. Uh, the 1972 Miami Dolphins were the only yeah. undefeated team, right? They went undefeated only. in the regular season, in the playoffs, and won the Super Bowl. And then here come the Patriots one season. They went undefeated in the regular season, only the second time ever. And then they lost in the Super Bowl to keep the Dolphins record in place as the only undefeated team regular season and playoffs. Um, that, that, that was pretty cool as a Dolphins fan again. I mean, I, I like Brady, but yeah, got to root against every once in a while, right? Definitely. I mean, at the end of the day, there's only one way I like Brady, and that's with grass in the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> you know those times where he just gets that good sack? Oh, I used to love those moments. Jason Taylor, I know he used to just take them out yeah. all day long. Uh, so looking forward to getting to football tonight. We have a good matchup, the Rams and the Buffalo Bills. That's going to be fun. I know that, you know, fantasy is in full action, so a lot of uh, people are watching what's going on out and now it's time to kind of watch these kind of moments and I think uh, if anything like this this is going to get some hype tonight right I mean I think you're going to yeah. start seeing more and more people talk about the moments and then people are going to be trying to go back into it so uh, it's interesting to kind of watch I don't know if maybe you want to pull it down and maybe refresh here but uh, you know yeah, how it is I don't I don't know why it, it's taking so long, but uh, Mitch, that's a great point, right? We saw that with NBA Top. Talking about it in Discord and on Twitter. And then all of a sudden, I mean, Mitch, you're watching an NBA game, right? And they start talking about, oh, that was a sweet dunk. I hope they they top shot, make a moment of that, right? And people are like, wait a sec, what, what's... What's what's top shot? Yeah, that like, that's a good comment there, Chris. I mean, something to definitely look out for is when it becomes a verb, right? We've we've heard that before. When things become a verb, they're definitely something that you need to keep on watch because it just keeps going, right? Like you you don't call for a ride share, you call for an Uber, right? I mean, that's just the way you look at it. You're not like, oh, I need my ride share today. No, I just need my Uber to get here. So I think comments like that are definitely something to watch in the long run there. Definitely. Uh, man, I I don't know what's going on with, with this this pack. But uh, so Mitch, while, while we're talking about that or while we're trying to figure this out, uh, 
I have some some moments here from past past. Mm. So here is my question for you. It's kind of a buy or sell going into the season. Okay. So Jamar Chase had a breakout season, right? Yeah. I have this common moment. So out of 10,000, right? It is not a touchdown. It's just, you know, a, a great play, right? The current lowest ask is $105. Would you you buy or sell this ahead of the season? I personally think that at the end of the day, Chris, you're you're the type of person that probably, uh, let's say, the deal right now wouldn't make sense in the the matter that it gives you enough money. So I think you're more of the you want a top moment type of guy. You're not more of the kind of guy that's just trying to have kind of middle in the line moments. You want you want something that you can hold on to for some years. So I would say personally, it makes sense probably to sell it and then try to get some more moments to hopefully get one of those rare moments, right? Because I think that that really is what you can hold on to in the long run and kind of build the value up because that's what we're looking for. We're looking for something that, you know, over time can build value. And to me, that's going to be a rare moment. That moment doesn't seem like too rare to me and it's still giving you a decent value. To buy some more packs right i mean i don't know how many yeah how, how often uh these packs come out but it seems to me that uh at least for a common i would go for a rare to try to sell it and then go for the rares i did the same thing when we were when we were talking to baseball cards remember Tops, yep. uh, i ended up selling a, a really good card that you know it, it was getting the spike because it was just getting a mention and then that eventually gave me the ability to go ahead and buy a whole bunch of opportunities. So I, I think sometimes if you can sell on your first kind of good win and give yourself an opportunity to go after some other packs, could be a good move. Mitch, guess what? My pack opened. We didn't get to watch it. <laughs> but I was like, wait a sec. Chase was my newest moment. All of a sudden, there's three new people there. So there All right, well, it. let's watch them. Three commons. Uh, not, we I have- mean, not bad names. Yeah, we have uh, Joe Schobert here. Uh, lowest Linebacker. $6 interception here. Uh, oh, oh, just a little little flip up. little tip. You see you see uh, Ryan Tannehill? Tannehill like, oh, man. <laughs> I, I, have, I feel bad for Ryan, but hey. We have Marvin goes. Jones Jr., uh, former mm. Lion here in Jacksonville. Lowest actually, S, $7. Ooh, he got he got hit hard on that. Yeah, he got the shoulder, but held on to it. Marvin Jones then, is one of the one of the guys I used to like on Detroit for sure. But, and then we have DJ Moore. This one numbered out of eight thousand instead of ten thousand. Let's see if it's worth more. It is thirty one dollars right now. Mitch lowest right. ask. Uh, so I don't know if I can burn this because thirty one dollars for a common. That's actually pretty decent. <laughs> DJ Moore. That's not bad. Look at that catch. Ooh. All right. Well, Mitch, let me pull up here. <laughs> the Beckham Jr. that I was referring to. No, yeah, it wasn't. It was. Oh, it's not showing up in this. All right. Let's go to packs here. Let's see if we can get this one to open. This is the historical modern greatness. There's some vintage moments in here. Um, let's go. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, hopefully this one works faster now. 
Um, my, my stream deck going here. I gotta gotta bring some noises in here. Otherwise, this might just open for us. Um, man, NFL all day. What is what is going on? Like too many people opening packs too today. Too many people. Man. I mean, that's that's a bullish sign, right? That's a bullish sign that the the site is having trouble. I mean, that's probably meaning that what too many people on it today, right? Definitely something that I would take a look at. Okay, if we can't get this one to open, Mitch, I do have another one to ask you about buy or sell and then maybe we'll take open a look. when we don't want it to open yeah <laughs> well that's one, fine but... we'll say at least see who was in there then um oh wait that was me okay, <laughs> something went wrong try again later man yeah okay let's take a look here mitch so sign i top moment that i oh you know what it opened it did Oh, yeah, we, we thought that would happen. Okay, well, some people probably just saw this, but let's see if I can... Oh, okay, I can replay it. I'm excited, Mitch, at one of my moments. Let's go. One of my favorites. One of my favorites of all time, Mitch. Let's go. There he is. Is Calvin... Calvin in the end zone, Ooh. baby. Look at that. He was such a monster. I don't know how you guys didn't win some playoff games with that oh, monster man. on the side. Man, I'm gonna turn I'm gonna turn the sound off because it is pretty loud. Kelvin out of seven thousand. <laughs> We're gonna have to check out the price on that in a minute. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll lower it so you so you don't have to mute it there. Okay, Mitch. I believe this is Keyshawn. Coming there we back go. For the catch. All right. Man, this takes me back, Mitch. Keyshawn. Keyshawn. Kelvin. Ooh. Who else? Some who good, else we got some here? Good names there. Some good names. I Larry Fitzgerald. Fitz, soon to be a Hall of Famer. Man, he was a beast. Oh, the flea flicker. The flea you got flicker. a flea flick. To the end. Oh, oh that's look sweet. at that, that okay. catch too. That's this is when he was really good. Look at the size that he had and the speed. That is a sweet moment, the flea flicker. I, I love it. Um, that's out of 9,000. All right. And then the last one here is Oh, it's going to be a big Thomas. play here. Oh, oh, and, oh, he drags him in. There we go. Yeah, you couldn't get him down. Couldn't get him down back in the days. All right, let's take a look at the values on these, Mitch, because I'm curious. These are looking now. good. I, you know, I love some Mason of those, Calvin. So yeah, no, some of those, some of those moments look good there. Especially right, well, also, we, I, I like the Fitzgerald moment there. That was a nice one. We might nice not catch. be able to open a bunch of packs today, but at least uh, we can walk through some of the some of the values here because. Yeah, and and it just shows me uh, uh, what what are these packs called again? Just do you want to make sure? NFL is, all day. I wanted to do some research for us here. So this is by Dapper Labs, the same company as NBA Top Shot. Okay, so Michael Thomas, $20. We got Larry Fitzgerald, $8. Oh, why is Fitz so low? All right, what's my Kelvin worth, Mitch, that I'm not selling? $12. $12, come on. $12. They don't like those Detroit Lions. Where's the love for Kelvin? Keyshawn, $6. Oh, man. They don't like Keyshawn, Keyshawn either. Keyshawn getting no love. Fits. Okay, Mitch. Well, let's let's go to one here that I want to get your opinion on. All right. 
my top one that I own is this bad boy here. Patrick Mahomes, rare, out of $1,200. $415, Mitch. Buy or sell ahead of the season. You think it goes up or down the end of this year? Uh, This one's a real hard one because there's two things that are going to either happen here. Either Patrick Mahomes is going to win the MVP and the Saints uh, and the Chiefs continue on with their dominance, or you see the decline of Patrick Mahomes because of two things. Not only Hill leaving, but an aging Kels. Ooh, Hill and Kels angles. Love it. Yeah, okay. so I think at I this be, point I might be selling this. Yeah, at this point you you have some odds, you know, probably against you more than you have for. But if he wins the MVP, it probably goes up, you know, right? I mean, yeah. if he wins the MVP this year, because it's just going to be dependent on how he carries the team now. Yeah, and I think that that's an important factor when you got to carry the team. It's either all or nothing, all or bust. Just like I feel like about Russell Wilson, I I feel like he could have a big year. But it's going to be all on him. All right, Mitch. Well, before we go, um, we probably can't open more packs, but let's walk through some people I don't own that I was looking at ahead of the season. One of my favorite Lions players right now, Amon Ra St. Brown. Lowest ask on his common, $24. It was $18 when I looked last night, so already going up. He's one I'm looking at. I think he has another breakout season. Um, also Mitch, uh, Tom Brady, right? We, we got to go ahead and look at Tom Brady, uh, in what is supposed to be his last season, right? Came out of retirement, his cheapest moment, $325 for the common out of 10,000. Uh, what do you think of that, Mitch? Do you think it goes up or down by the end of the season? It goes up, and if I had them, I'd sell them right now, but I don't got them, unfortunately. I mean, that's, that's a lot. Cute. That's a lot for a common. I mean, there's 10,000 of A lot those. for the common. The legendaries were like, man, if you got yeah. one of those, imagine. that's That can be life-changing, I mean, for some people. I mean, that's a hell of a pull there from a pack. Okay, so Mitch, is the move here to sell Mahomes, buy Tom Brady, buy St. Brown and some other players, and just – Right, that's what I'm thinking. I think you, I think you're right on because if Patrick Mahomes ain't retiring anytime soon, Tom Brady, so those aren't going to go down in value with him retiring potentially next year. If he has a great year and they win another Super Bowl, they're going to go ripping through the the value. So, and uh, if you take a look at the you know the kind of talk out there for Super Bowl picks, they're they're in the second place um for for super bowl bucks but um i did want to show you really quickly that i I did a little kind of on the fly research for us here and you can see that nfl all day nft is spiking is spiking in interest and so this is over the past 30 days why would it have spiked on august 16th is that the preseason that's when you got the packs that's when i got the pack the free pack oh the yeah And so that's why it's important to kind of sometimes take a look at these Google trends. I take a look at them all the time, especially when I'm wondering, is something trending right now? Just take a look at Google trends. Sometimes it can help. Mitch, before we go, 
me a player or two here that's going to have an price right now and see how it evolves. I'm sorry, I, I kind of cut out there a little bit there. Give me, give me a play. Oh, I don't know if it's you cutting out or is it me cutting out, but yeah, I'm losing you a little bit, Chris. Here towards the end. There you go. Your net, your network's coming in and out for me. I don't know if it's mine or yours, but <laughs> there you go. I, I can't hear you though. I, there you, you go. Me? I got you. Got you back. Yeah, I went red for a second. Okay, Mitch. Before we go give me a play that's going to have a breakout 2022 season Got you. so we can look at their prices i can take a look at that i'll say uh my breakout winner of the year what i think is a league winner is here it's going to be a surprising one it's not a top receiver because i usually like to look at things like if you're looking in fantasy like fourth round or something like that last year it was cooper cup and i know that some people will probably tell me that i'm lying but you can go back you guys know how I'm a Cooper Cup fan. Um, so I would say this year, Cut is Cortland Sutton. Don't forget Cortland Sutton. Why? Because now he finally has a QB. And if you take a look at his yards when he had a crappy QB like Luck, and now he gets an upgrade like Russell, he got a thousand yards with a nobody. What can he do with somebody that? Has a really good deep ball. So that's my pick there. Okay, Mitch, you, $15. You got me sold. I'm going to snatch up one of these $15, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. And I mean, the, look at the rare. Not even that that much, yeah. right? And imagine if he becomes like a Cooper Cup. Yeah. Imagine, I love right? The, I love the Russell Wilson angle there in Denver. I think uh, their receivers are going to definitely. And uh, I love year three receivers. Year three yeah. receivers yeah. have a tendency to have a little bit more boom in them. Why? Because a lot of times there's a sophomore slump, right? That's what Cup actually went through. What was his last year? Year three. So there you guys see it. That's why I'm calling him out, and we'll see what happens. I mean, there's definitely uh, some moments that you can watch for rookies. I think rookies are something to keep an eye out for. Another one is like a Kyle Pitts, all right? Uh, I mean – uh, you know, one of the things that I think that, you know, Pitts, it will be, I think at the end of this year, the top tight end, even though people think Kelsey Ooh. and others will be in front of him. I think he's one of the picks that will be tight end one at the end of the year for fantasy. $37 lowest ask for his comment. So Mitch, it so looks you got like two people picks are, there for me. they're already on it, but thank you for those picks. We'll check back in on those prices later on throughout the year. And at the end of the season, Mitch, thanks for coming on to open your Rainmakers pack and also walk through NFL all day. Uh, we'll have to have you back on to do this again. I got more packs to open. Thanks for hopping on the roadmap. Thanks for everyone for tuning in. Stay tuned. You got more great Benzinga coverage coming up, including at the close with my man, Mitch and Joel talking about all the top movers and trends in the stock market today. So stay tuned. That's coming up at 3.30. Mitch, anything else to sign off with today? Yeah, have some fun, guys. You know, one of the things that I think is always important is understanding that if you're looking at NFTs as an investment, you're looking at it as more of an entertainment tool, or maybe you're just looking at just something to get into, right? Uh, we always like to have uh, kind of new kind of areas where we're really getting into kind of 
And one of the things that I always do is whenever I'm getting into something new is look like someone like Chris that has been in this now for, you know, over two years. It kind of has the understanding. Look out there. Right. Learn from the experts. Like one thing that I always try to do is really kind of get up to the level that you see other kind of people that are able to talk. Let's say like market experts. You want to get up to their level. Now you want to get up to the NFT experts levels so that you understand truly how to get around this game. So it's not something that you're going to probably learn in one day. And it's something that I'm still learning from. So I, I, I still have plenty of NFTs and looking for plenty of uh, opportunities in times like this. Definitely. All right. Well, and hey, Dylan in the chat said he loved it. Thank you, Dylan. Always a pleasure to have Mitch on and to talk sports. Uh, let's go Stafford and Rams tonight, and we will catch everyone next week on the roadmap. Thank you.